11. All things desire participation in the eternal and the divine. As we saw above, number 8, the first kind of desire that we experience is the desire that comes from sense knowledge, that is, the desire for sensible goods. But then we come to intellectual knowledge, and from this comes desire for goods known by reason. And the idea of desire can be extended even further. We can see even in plants, which have no sense knowledge, and indeed even in inanimate things, a certain tendency to which we can extend the idea of desire. One can even say that anything that acts at all must have something analogous to a desire for the good. This is because action is simply unintelligible without reference to some end or goal, since the final cause is the cause of causes. Aristotle shows in the physics that natural things are things which have internal principle of motion, and that this motion is toward an end. Even inanimate things seem to have at least a tendency to remain in existence and resist destruction. And this is even more evident in plants. Plants take in water and light in order to grow and continue existing. Moreover, plants reproduce, thus keeping their kind in existence. In Plato's Symposium, 207d, Diodema explains the instinct to reproduce by saying that mortal nature seeks as far as it can to be always and immortal. And Aristotle echoes this in the De Anima, 415a and b, arguing that everything that natural things do according to nature is for the sake of participating in the eternal and divine, and that therefore reproduction is the most natural of actions. Reproduction does not give an individual immortality, but it gives immortality to certain kinds of things.